Ooh, you got the plant. Yes. Matthew, <laughs> come through. Hello and welcome to Dinner Views. I'm Matthew Francis and this is the show where I get to cook a dream dinner for some of my amazing friends here in Hollywood and then interview them about their life, their career, and their points of view on the world. Today, my guest is someone that I've gotten to hang out a little bit at my old job. She was most known for her start with BuzzFeed and being in many hilarious videos, heartfelt videos, body positive videos, female empowerment videos. And then she went on a whole fitness journey that I think probably really changed a lot of her perspective on life. And then after she left BuzzFeed, she went on to go to grad school. She's at UCLA studying playwriting. And she's a poet. She's the founder of Yes Queen, an amazing female empowerment and body positive movement. And now she's here to celebrate some time with me. Please welcome Deja Veronica. Woo! Oh my gosh. Like I was tearing because I was kind of off to the side and the wind was hitting me. Oh. But then also what you said was so beautiful. So it was like a combination. A, de a double whammy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you can't, you guys can't tell, but it's really hot in here. So we have a fan going on yeah. us so we don't melt while we're having hot food, hot lights, and like nerves. Yes. yes. So I, I felt that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you made the time for me tonight. Thank yeah. you very much. No, I'm so excited to eat. Yes. Yes. Well, I can unfortunately, make time for eating. <laughs> it's like you have to like work for the food. It's, so okay. it'll come soon. I hope it's worth it. Okay. But I think we want to get to know you more, right? Yeah. Okay. So first off, like we um, we work, both worked at BuzzFeed together for mm -hmm. a bit, and we met because you kind of did a little bungee on Tasty, mm -hmm. and you did one of like one of my favorite series that is so underappreciated, Tasting Our Roots. I know. She was like the lead producer on it, and basically like you guys went all around the U.S., went to like black-owned restaurants, mm -hmm. and like really showcased like some amazing food that a lot of people don't get to like really witness or appreciate. Yeah. It was so great, and then we also and you did one video of your own like tasty video of your own. Oh god. Like, <laughs> what was it? Cookie dough pie? Cookie dough it cake? It was a cookie dough cake. And that cake was bomb. It was very delicious. But for what I had to go through <laughs> to make it and to make that video, I honestly didn't think you guys were going to air it. I was like, that's just going to be like a hidden tasty treasure trove that never got aired. No, if they spend the money to make it, it's going to go out. Okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, food videos are hard, but she powered okay. through. And in the end, I was like really proud of how it came out. I'm really proud of how it tasted. <laughs> um, okay. So... One thing before we get into any of the segments of the game is like I kind of gave you a them a little update on like your career life, mm -hmm. but why don't you give us a little like a bridge life story of you, just like like kind of more personally or like how you kind of got from like childhood to here. Childhood to here. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I uh, <laughs> on August 12, <laughs> 1992, yep. uh, Angela Agar just happened to spread her legs, and there I was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm a Leo, uh, which means my birthday is coming up. Are you a Leo too? No, I know. Oh. I, I love Leos. Oh, okay. like, like, fire, fire signs. Oh, I just I love that I'm in the presence of people who yeah. appreciate. That's like the like a Leo fantasy. Yes. <laughs> just to yes. have People who appreciate us around us. This is like ambitious. I'm yes. like, what have I done for the last 26 years? Um, yeah, so I grew up in Cambridge, and in Cambridge, I. I always liked exploring a lot of different stuff. Yeah. So like I did like dance classes, I did theater classes. Uh, I remember I did this like video class. I was always really into just like trying weird kind of stuff yeah. after school. Yeah. Um, and so um, after middle school, so I actually went to boarding school for high school. Whoa, mm -hmm. for fall four years? Yeah, so my school was like a boarding and a day school, so I started out as a day student, but I knew from the beginning that I wanted to be a boarder. I wow. just, there were like issues with financial aid, so I didn't get it 
my first year, but um, yeah. There, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went to boarding school. I loved it. It was like, it's not like where they send bad kids. It was actually like the best experience of my life because it was, I feel like I'm a very independent person. And yeah. so like, it was fun to like live with your best friends and like, you know, just kind of like grow up together in that way. Um, and so that was in Massachusetts. And then from there, I went to Scripps College for college, which is out here mm-hmm. in Claremont. And I actually did that with my best friend. And it's so funny. I was talking about that with a woman yesterday. They're from the East Coast. And she was like, I don't know if I could have moved out here. Mm. And I'm like, I feel you. Like, I don't know if I actually, you know, what's so funny is that I actually initially didn't want to live in California. And Mm. all of my friends in high school wanted to go to school in California. And I was like, good luck. It's going to break off in an earthquake and I'm going to be in New York or somewhere. And uh, funny thing is that I'm here and it actually still might break off in an earthquake. Yeah, the earthquake recently. (laughs) Scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was my plan. And, uh, but I ended up out here. I visited um, for uh, when I got admitted to Scripps and I just like fell in love. Like Scripps, I don't know if anyone has ever seen it, but it's like one of the most beautiful campuses okay. I've ever seen wow. in media studies and psychology. And like, it's funny because when I graduated, I didn't actually graduate with a job. So BuzzFeed Mm. hadn't contacted me yet. I applied to BuzzFeed in April of my senior year. Got it. And even with that, like, so I'm a very, I'm I'm like largely type A with a a chunk of type B to like keep me down sometimes, but I'm largely type A. That's good. Yeah. So when I started my senior year, I was like, I have to have a job before I graduate. And so I applied to all these opportunities, did all these things. And of course, like still ended up a graduation with no job. So I was like, you know, but I actually realized in retrospect, like I needed that month before BuzzFeed contacted me. Like, and like, that was just the most, what's the word? Like, it allowed me to just kind of like chill out. Yeah, like, I think rest, I just, need, yeah, I needed a moment to chill out. Yeah. Um, and that's hard when you're a largely type A person. We have no chill. So, <laughs> but yeah, I had a beautiful month off and I was just kind of like, you know, like wherever life takes me. Like, you know, I had a plan where I was going to go waitress in Seattle. <laughs> Seattle, I love Seattle. I know. And they had just raised minimum wage to $15. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just go and I'll work somewhere getting my $15 an hour and then uh, I'll write on the side and who knows. Um, But I didn't have to do that because BuzzFeed contacted me two weeks later. Um, And yeah, so I interviewed and they took me and then the rest was history. Yeah, and just life exploded. Yeah. And now you're here. I know. Um, Okay, so that's amazing. That's a little bit of like a way from, you know, how we got to here now. And the next segment is what I call fast food favorites. So basically, to continue to get to know you, um, I know you don't really like fast food, and neither do I, but so it's not about fast food, it's about the game is fast. (laughs) Yes. So basically, you're going to um, pull out like a category of foods, like bread, Mm -hmm. and you're going to tell me your favorite um, flavor of bread, or like favorite category of bread that comes to mind, and you're going to try and go as many as you possibly can in under a minute. This is how I know I'm not, I'm like a faux food person, because Mm. I'm like, I just like bread. (laughs) Like you like, like white bread, wheat bread, is a certain type of flavor, something like that? Or it's all red? (laughs) Amazing. Well, whatever comes to mind first. And and then the goal is to try and beat every other contestant who's been on here. Oh. Because we all competed, because I love competition. Okay. And I'll time you. All right. Are you clear on the rules? Uh, Yes, I got it. Perfect. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) All right. Um, Comfort food. Ooh, damn it. Um, Okay, uh, cookies. Nice. 
sushi, California roll. I know, I'm basic, okay? Drag me. Um, bre bread, of course. Uh, bread, I don't know. <laughs> like all bread, that works. <laughs> Sandwich, um, anything with pesto, like pesto, cheese, something like that. Mm. Caprese, yeah, there we go. Cheese, oh my goodness. Um, burrata, Ooh, yes. Great choice. Um, chocolate bar, I don't really like chocolate. Um, mm, you can say no chocolate bar. No chocolate. No chocolate. Salad toppings. Oh my goodness. I am. Mm, eh, mm, ah, I don't know. Croutons. <laughs> More bread. Uh, vegetable. Uh, broccoli. Ooh. Yep. Uh, pasta shape. Uh, elbows. Ooh, okay. Bagel. Um, I don't really have a bagel, but I have like the like cream cheese. I love strawberry cream cheese. That or works. chives. Yeah. Oh. You can answer the last one. Okay. Common salad. Um,. It's so fun. Like, I feel like I don't have like a common salad type. Like, I'm mm. just like, I gotta do this myself. Okay. Yeah. So just make your own. Yeah. Okay. Homemade. Homemade. There we go. There we That'll go. work. So let's count them up. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, that's like middle of the road. Okay. That's that's good. See, but see, people, even though it's fun to like to compete with how many you can get, and some people have been like. I'm winning. <laughs> um, really, no matter what, like we learned a lot about you, right? Like yeah. some people might be like, oh, I would have thought she like hated bread or loved salad. You never know. And mm -hmm. It's cool to like know people enjoy and not enjoy. Yeah, I forget who I was talking to about how I'm like, I don't really eat that much salad yeah. for a healthy person. Um, okay, so that was fast food favorites. And now the next thing we're gonna do is called What App? So basically while we're eating an appetizer, I'm gonna ask you questions. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you some questions from social media apps. Okay. So here. They look so good. Yes. So these right in front of us are something that Deja requested. They yeah. are Bayesian fish cakes mm -hmm. from Barbados. And we also have um, a traditional Barbados pepper sauce. So you dip Ooh. them in. So it's like if, because these have a little bit of heat, but they're really more about like the salt cod, right? Yeah. But you want some more like turmeric-y, mustardy, peppery sauce with it. Ooh. I am so impressed. Really? Like, yeah, this looks like something that I would get. Like, they look so authentic. Like, this is so good. I, can I eat Yes, that? please. And also, we have some wine, okay? Yeah. So, start and dig away. Oh, my goodness. Tell me what you think. Yum! Nice. Yeah, you really got the taste. Yeah? Is, is there anything different than what you usually have, or would you change anything? These are a little bit thicker, mm. like more cakey. Got it. Um, but I still like it. I mean, it reminds me of home. Yes. This is really good. Who in your family would make these? My grandma. Your grandma. Mm -hmm. Would she make mostly everything? Or Pretty much. It? Got it. Um, okay, let me try one too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Thank you. A lot of people were asking, like, because they've obviously seen you from BuzzFeed, so mm -hmm. what is one of the favorite videos that you did while you were still there? Oh my goodness, this is like asking me to choose between one of my kids. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I never have an answer. But um, I will say, it's not necessarily a particular video, but I do think that I really value that they let me explore doing spoken word while I was there. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I would say it's so hard to choose between any one of them, but like getting to do my spoken word videos, I think were my favorite part of that experience. Yeah. Cause there was like, it was about what, three or four? Or how many was there? I think I did five? Five, okay. Four or five. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I wasn't too far off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember. <laughs> um, okay, and then obviously you're someone that does like so many different things. So like if you had to like choose 
a non-work related hobby, what's your favorite hobby? Oh, okay. Non-work related hobby. Yeah. Um, this is hard because I have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> um, so it would have been dancing. And I, st- I study various styles of dancing, but mm-hmm. salsa dancing and bachata are like my two mainstays. But I've also done kizomba, zouk, uh, oh. a little bit of ballet, um, heels, uh, tango. Um, I think that's it. I can't. There might be a few other things, but. That's impressive. I think I only know Belly dance. There we go. Belly dancing, too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I've heard of that belly dancing and I've heard of bachata and salsa, but the other ones I'm like, what are, so what are the two kind of middle ones you said? Kizomba and zouk? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't want to fuck. I've heard the history. Can I swear? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I have a potty mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Zouk, I believe, comes from, uh, they're both African dances, mm-hmm. but the, the thing that is interesting about them is that the Brazilians basically had a dance called Lambada, mm. and they had a style of music. But then Lambada died out, okay. but Zouk and um, Kizomba were to the same timing. Okay. And so, and I think for Lambada, it was Kizomba actually that they took, and then Zouk is just another dance style that they do. But so, yeah, so Lambada died out, and so then they found that the music, the dance matched the music, so then, yeah. It just worked well together? Yeah. Okay, oh yeah, so. Um, describe what Yes Queen Life is for people who may not understand what your kind of side project is. Yeah. So Yes Queen was basically like this project that I had in my head because I would get a lot of these messages from fans who were like, oh my gosh, you're so confident. You so you believe in yourself so much and what you say. And like, I want to be like that. And like, I'd be like, who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, but like, to get that constantly made me think about because like I just I never saw myself as like because I think for me and this is why I wanted to do it confidence was like Beyonce right you know it had a look it had a feel it had a thing that I was like that's not me and then what I like about doing is I was like okay well if people perceive this thing about me and I don't feel like I'm that then like you know what am I missing and so it was kind of a space for me. Uh, it's a blog, but it's also, um, I want it to hopefully be something bigger than that, where like I'm kind of exploring what self-confidence looks like in various areas of my life. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it was just kind of like really digging into like, what does it mean to be a confident person? Yeah. And like, how do we, so it's so funny that you say empowerment, because to me, when I was doing the project, um, I hate, I'm a huge word nerd, so I studied mm. Latin in high school, oh. and um, and we constantly had to break down the backgrounds of words, and so like when I think about empowerment, it's literally to like to give power, and like to me, I'm like, I'm not giving you anything that you don't already have. Like, I meet women. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I meet women and people all the time where I'm just like, just by talking to them, I can clearly see that they have a sense of power and confidence to them. It's just about massaging it and bringing it out, but it's already there. So to me, it's more so about affirmations and about connecting people and bringing that inner power that they have to the surface. Wow. Yeah, I'm not giving you nothing, so. I like that. Yeah. 
and when they go on the blog, it's just a lot of you like af like affirming yourself and then like trying mm -hmm. to share that with them. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So there's like uh, I'm trying to remember because I like reorganize things, but like um, so there's a food part of the blog, or I should say like health and fitness. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's unapologetically thick and fit. Um, and every or every other Tuesday now, I do a thick and fit kitchen segment where it's just kind of like sharing a recipe or a tip or just kind of like guidance on my um, health and fitness journey and, and body journey and stuff like that. Um, and then there's also unapologetically me, which is just kind of like a space for me to unload my commentary on the world or stuff and things. I have various people like guest writers. So like there's a boss queens, you should know section. My sister also has kind of like a mini blog on there because uh -huh. she's a plus size model, but like uh, aspiring plus size model, but she's not like, a, I feel like in the plus size modeling community, it's very much like an Ashley Graham or nothing. Mm -hmm. And so she's, that's hard for her because she's like I don't I'm not shaped like that right, and right. so like I wanted to give her a space to just kind of like talk about fashion and beauty from her perspective wow. so sharing the love that's good yeah. what are some since you obviously write poetry you're doing playwriting um, what's like some of your favorite poems that just like come to your pop of your head like not your own like some like yeah. more famous ones and then what are some of your favorite like plays or screenplays that are out there yeah okay so I actually just read a book of poetry it's hard because like I feel like I don't it's not necessarily that I have favorite poems, but I have poets oh, because right. I like to read their collections of work. And then there are poems within that work that I like, but it's like I never remember the name. Okay. Um, but um, his name is Rudy Francisco. He wrote a book called Helium. Oh. I highly, 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 anyone who's a poet, spoken word poet, whatever, I highly recommend it. I am upset. It's like literally my obsession for 2019 in terms of like poetry writer. It's such a good book okay. of poems. Is there like a certain line that like stands out to you that like just like kills you? Um, no, because honestly, he's one of the very few writers that I've read where like, like I love writers where they have those like um, quick whips that like you get, but then you sit with and then you really get it. Mm. And he just has a bunch of those. Okay. Like, it, that's why I'm like, I, I just, when I think about him, I think about the collection. It's okay. not like, that's how good he is. It's like a continuous onslaught. Of yeah. Okay. Like every time you read, it's just like, man, that one was good. And that one was good. Okay. Like, you know, he's not a one hit wonder kind of guy. Wow. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I highly recommend that book of poetry. Obviously you're really into um, health and fitness and exercise. Mm. Um, and also I, I feel like I was, got to kind of witness that journey, whether it be through like kind of in person, also through BuzzFeed videos. So. For people who like maybe ask you for that kind of advice, do you have like a quick go-to answer that you like kind of say this is how you can start, um, and then you go more in depth with like the longer journey of it? Or like, what do you give people as like your first advice when they're trying to start a fitness journey? Um, I would say the biggest thing that you should think about when you're starting it is like, why are you doing it? Right. You know what I mean? Because I think that was the thing that fucked me up throughout my whole journey was that I never really had a clear understanding as to why I was doing it or I was doing it motivated off of the wrong thing. So I was like, oh, I wanna be skinny because I want a guy to like me or oh, I wanna be skinny because I wanna fit into all the cute girl clothes or, you know, and it's just like, so then you're, you're going after something that is extrinsically motivated. So I dealt with disordered eating issue problems throughout high school. And mm -hmm. so um, it was funny because I was able to like literally like over the course of like a few months, I was just like, Whoo! 
And like, I was like, okay, so now all the boys are gonna like me. I'm gonna have a boyfriend. It's gonna be so great. And like, literally, like nothing changed except right. for the fact that I was miserable trying to maintain a body that I just like couldn't because right. I did it unsustainably. Yeah. So then like my weight just like yo-yoed and it was it was just really hard because it was like I was also dealing with the fact that like everyone kept telling me that I looked so great and that I needed to keep it up but not understanding all the toxic shit that I was doing behind the scenes to get there. And so again like I just think for me like when I then embarked on like my finished jeans journey I kind of realized that I was like I just feel like I keep trying to do this thing for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And so even prior, so the year prior to fitness jeans, I think I had gained like 20 pounds and I was sad and whatnot. And I was just like, okay, like before I even think about what I'm gonna do to fix whatever, I'm gonna figure out like how to just appreciate myself first. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so then that was when I did a video. It was, uh, I tried boudoir for the first time. Yeah. And like, I love that video because like, you know, I I like like showing a little skin a little bit and like after I realized I had gained the weight, like I just like didn't want to show anything. And so then when I did the boudoir video and I was seeing these pictures and I was seeing my body in a whole new way, I like went out and bought a crop top and I just like I felt really Owned good. It. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, like I definitely want to work more on the feeling so that like I want to get to a place where I can love and appreciate myself at any size. Yeah. Because I just remember what was so crazy when I did gain that weight is that I would then look back at old pictures of me that I thought that I was like, OK, like you just have five pounds to lose when I looked at that picture. And then I was looking at it and I was like, bitch, you are so like you look yeah. so good. And so then it was like, fuck, like the issue is really with how I'm seeing myself and yeah. not necessarily with my actual weight. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, and then I got to do the Victoria's Secret fashion show that we did that year, and that was crazy. It just like, you know, because the boudoir thing was, I mean, it was public and, it was private and public, because it was a video, but like that was like being really public with like how I was carrying myself. And like, I just think that having those two experiences really allowed me to then like kind of just feel, like it's so funny, because now, I'm in this weird thing where it's like, even though I've lost weight, like I'll actually go back and look at older pictures of me when I was bigger and I was like, yes, yeah. you look so good, you yeah. know? Like, and it's just like, to me, like, I just wanna be able, I've always wanted to get to a place where like, I can just feel good at any size. So looking at any of my pictures and being like, yes, you did that, you know? Yeah. Rather than just always feeling like, eh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm to this, I'm to that or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think just thinking about like, why are you doing it? Because then once I had gone through that and then I did fitness jeans, mm -hmm. that then allowed that journey to be more about like, I realized I was like, I don't want to be skinny. I just want to feel better about myself. Yeah. And so that's, and that's literally what sustains why I eat so well now. It's like, it's not necessarily like, I, of course I love how I look, but it's largely because I just feel so good yeah. every day. And like once you make the decision that it's for leading a better life, leading a more life about you and loving yourself, then it's like not as hard to say no to things that you're like, well, like I don't need that. I want to feel good, so I'm going to enjoy better quality food and enjoy myself.
yourself when it comes to exercise, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I just, I love the feeling of like when I'm at the gym, like that I, I can lift heavier weights and that like, you know, like, but then again, I also love that I can see like my muscles in my arms, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's just like, but I find, I try to find things that are intrinsically motivated and that are about how I'm feeling rather than like, how will this make people like me more or accept me more, yeah. which is where I feel like I was when I was younger. I just wanted people to like me. But yeah, when I was in um, uh, high school and before I came out, I was around 310 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, so same thing. Like, I always wanted to lose weight and I was, because I wanted to like look better and all that same sort of thing that you were going through. But it wasn't until I came out that I realized like I was like not only carrying like an outer shell of being like trying to pretend to be straight, that was also like, with the, it came with the weight. So I was like, yeah. I got the emotional weight off my shoulders. I want to mm. get the physical weight off. Yeah. I wanted to like show... Because, like, when you, when you come out, right, it's finally a chance to show people the real you. Yeah. So I want to show, like, who I really am. And I, I felt like I, it was finally the time to, like, open up and be a new me and a new chapter. And so, yeah, I just, I relate with everything you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a journey too. I think yeah. a lot of people like beat themselves up because I mean, and, and like literally, I recently did it too, because so in December I kind of just had you know I'm in grad school, I'm transitioning, and so like um, I have a history of depression, and so I had a depressive episode, and like uh, I think the thing for me that I'm realizing and that I'm working on is the fact that like sometimes I will use food as my way of like healing. Yeah, same. And so. Um, yeah, so I gained some weight, and, like, it's just interesting to me how, like, oddly debilitating, like, gaining weight can feel sometimes, because it's, like, it's just, you know, it's not, I, I just don't think that it should be as, like, it almost feels like my life is over, I gained right. five pounds, it's like, no, yeah. like, it's just, it's just five pounds, um, and so... Yeah, so then I was, like, dealing with that, but I think what I appreciated and, what I, and why I'm bringing this up is that, like, it's... It's always going to be a journey. You're always going to have those moments where you're just like, oh, oh, shit. But then, like, I realized that I was getting stronger because I was like, okay, you know, this is where we're at. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to be shitty. We're just going to figure out how to get back to a place where we feel comfortable. And, like, that was it. Like, because in my past, it would be like, okay, like, I need to, like, you know, cut 2,000 calories and, yeah. like, Go to the gym know. twice as much next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, it was just like, okay, like, we're just going to figure it out and we're gonna think about like you know because at that time like it was funny too I'm realizing now that like I was eating so much more sugar than mm. I usually do and like just kind of like there were moments where I knew I didn't really want the food but I kept eating it and so For like comfort yeah mm. and so it's like to me it's like okay like as long as I if I can just you know identify what the habit is and then pull back from the habit Everything will go back to normal. You'll be fine. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I just think that, like, it's a journey. You'll have your ups and your downs. And, like, every time, though, is an opportunity for you to show yourself how much stronger you're getting. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, like, because, like, for me, because it's the same thing where there's been ebbs and flows of mm -hmm. fluctuating weight. And it's, like, when I am, like, when it's holiday season or whatever, I say, you know what? I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm going to enjoy this food yeah. with, like, with the people I'm spending time with. And just know that. I've already come so far. This is not the end all be all of, of my entire life. Yep. And there's so much more of my life to go. So it's it's like enjoying the journey and realizing that the ebbs and flows are just part of it. There are certain times in which like it's okay like it's okay to let yourself have a piece of cake. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's not a bad thing to let yourself have that. 
So one of the great things about going back to school is that there's resources. And so I'm actually like working with a dietitian now. And like she's really great because like, you know, we she we work through like um, so I was already practicing um, mindful eating. But like she was really like getting me into like like we did this exercise with a piece of chocolate. And she was like, you know, like really let the chocolate like sit in your mouth and like think about the taste and the sensation. She's like most of the time, like people will they'll eat for comfort, like what I was doing and not eating for the actual like pleasure of what the food is giving you. And so she's like, usually like if you can just like allow yourself to really taste the food, Mm -hmm. you don't actually need or want as much as you think you do. Yeah. You know, because you're getting what you actually want from it, which is the taste, the sensations and your it's not just the satiation of hunger anymore yeah because we live in a society now where like you can get food at any time at any point mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes we feel like oh i need to you know um fill my stomach but really you can always eat so it's just like when you can just enjoy the food and um let it uh you know settle on your palate and enjoy it that's the way to kind of approach food i think yeah and that's the thing the other thing too is that i don't think a lot of people enjoy what they eat they're just kind of like i just need to get this down i have like five minutes mm-hmm. and like you know, like that's not beneficial either. Like I remember, so I studied abroad in Italy when I was in college. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Parlo italiano. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so I studied abroad and I remember I was in a class and I was late and I had a sandwich and like my teacher literally threw me out of class. She's like, you cannot eat lunch in here. I won't allow it. Like. And not because I was eating food in the room, but just that like they they value food so mm. much that she's like, please go take your time, don't scarf it down, just eat it and come back. Oh wow! And I was like, are you? And she's like, yes. That's you know? Cool. Yeah. So it's just like they like a lot of other countries like really value food and they taste it and it's an experience. You know, that's yeah. why they don't kick you out of the restaurants. And I think it's a, a European thing. They want you to sit and enjoy and like really experience the food Mm -hmm. and so like yeah like that's just something that i think is really cool because i just don't think enough of us actually experience what we're eating exactly and i also think it's um being uh, you know going in europe you probably realize that like just like their sense of time is so different like i think here it's always like rush 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 and that's why you know a lot of our restaurants have like brighter lights because when you have brighter lights it makes you like want to eat quicker and get out quicker Mm -hmm. and it's all like a system to like just get you in get you out Mm -hmm. whereas i think as you experience in europe it's like it's all about just like enjoying life and enjoying food which i wish we could adopt more here right i know Uh, well hopefully we'll get there one day um okay so keep enjoying the fish cakes um i'm glad we got through some of the questions and then we're gonna get the food and actually have like the full-on dinner view where we go deep Yes. Matthew, <laughs> come through. You have to have uh, a little bit of side. You know, we have don't have any vegetables barely, so I'm like, let's, let's put I something. <laughs> My heart. This is like the best like meal I've had, and so like it just feels like home. Yay! Oh my goodness, and it smells so good. Perfect. Uh, first, I love this presentation. Thank you. Right, the onions. I feel like I gotta take a picture. With Please this. do. Like, but also, you can go to Instagram to see uh, all the photos, Matthew Francis J. And also, we'll have a full recipe video, so that way you can make it at home. Yes. This is like I'm just so like what? <laughs> what? Well, good. I'm glad I'm making you happy. Yeah. Can Can I? Let's, let's take Let's take a bite and let's taste it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Perfect. Is that kind of how you remember it? Yeah. yeah. I'm like waiting for the spices to like hit it, but yeah. Yeah, I think both sides of my family would be very proud of you. 
Yes. Yeah. So my mother is Bayesian yeah. and my dad is Nigerian. Got it. Yes. And have you gotten to visit either of them before? So I grew up going to Barbados. I haven't been to Nigeria yet, but it's on the list. Mm -hmm. When I'm not in grad school or broke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel that. I um, Last summer I went, so, oh, so these are from, some photos from Luxembourg, because I'm like Luxembourgish, which is like mm. a little country between um, Germany, France, and Belgium. Mm -hmm. And I went for the first time this last summer, because I was like, I have to like, you know, see where my ancestors lived, but it like destroyed my bank account. <laughs> so I feel you. Killed it with these plantains. Mm. I'm just like, Matthew. Girl, I got you. I know. It's all to make you feel good, make you um, be vulnerable, warm up, and we, and you know, I just feel like food is the way to people's soul. Yeah. Okay, so while we're continuing to eat, let's start off with like the fitness journey. Yeah. Uh, we talked about, like, I definitely relate with that, and I think a lot of people can really empathize with either not feeling at home in their bodies or mm -hmm. wanting to, like, kind of put their best foot forward as they get older with health and fitness. Yeah. What, for you, has been the greatest struggle, not just, like, mentally, but physically when it comes to the change? Honestly, I would say for me, I don't know if it's necessarily the greatest, but something that I do struggle with is that because I have changed myself and it's like I still never really know what to say, but it's like I'll get a lot of people who will then like reveal insecurities to me, but in a way that is like shaming themselves. Oh. Yeah, and it's just like kind of hard where it's just like, oh man, like I'm so fat, like I could never do that or, you know, something like that and like those are always really hard for me or like even when somebody like wants to put themselves down because of their weight and like for me it's one of those things where if you want to make a change i'm here for that i support that but like it's just hard when the shame is wrapped up in that because yes. it shouldn't come from a shameful place yeah. it should come from a i just want to be the best version of myself that i can be so like that can be hard for me is like like trying to Support because it's like I don't want to feel like a like you should love yourself just the way you you know Like yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm coming from like a, a preachy place or anything like that. Yeah. I just Yeah, I think that that's hard for me is like Because um, anytime you see somebody that's like changed or maybe like has what you have like you're just kind of like I think it just kind of lets out this like, you know, this purging of emotions like yeah. I wish I could do that and I can't and, da, da, da. and it's like how to help because I've been there and I know yeah. how hard it is and I yeah. know those feelings um but like it also like really has to start with you like i said like not allowing it to come from like a shameful place it's not gonna be the end of the world like life is like it's too long yeah. for you to not allow yourself to just enjoy the things that you want yeah. and like again like if you can work on letting food be an experience then like i think that you'll like uh, one of the things that i'm working on with my dietitian is like basically like just letting your body like naturally regulate where it wants to be mm. and like you have to figure out what are you willing to give up and what are you willing and then and then what is like non-negotiable to leave and and how much of that and then you know then learn to accept your body for where it's, it's at yeah like listen to it and like yeah. and like let, let it tell you what what makes it feel good and yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, because I just think that like we kind of oscillate between extremes where we're like, okay, I'm going to do no cookies, no sugar, no blah, 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 blah. And then we hate ourselves. And then we're like, fuck it, I'm going to eat all the cookies and drink all the beer. And yeah. then you're like, I hate myself there. And it's just like, literally, she's just like, just, you know, just have the cup of beer. And yeah. if you want to have a beer every night, 
that's fine but then you also then need to learn how to accept yourself at having a beer every night and then if that doesn't make you feel good then like make the like modulate accordingly but you don't have to move through these extremes of like just cutting everything out or having everything all at once yeah yeah i think what's nice now like i think you've been a part of this movement but the whole body positivity and like body acceptance movement um and like i love a lot of people like jamil jamil and like we know jasmine mm-hmm. right like all these people who are like i just su- saw her today oh yeah mm-hmm. wait which one jasmine or jamila jasmine oh, okay um she's gonna be doing um interviews later this season oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but like what's cool about both of like them and there's so many more obviously people who are like, kind of in the media doing that but like they do like really try to accept themselves and even on like low days like usually it's nice to see that they also kind of express the time that they're feeling bad about themselves because like they're not perfect either right everyone mm-hmm. has mistakes um uh so so who are some of your idols in like the body positivity movement and like what kind of things have you learned through watching what they do hmm. i don't necessarily look for like body positive idols i just kind of look for people who are just like enjoying themselves you know what i mean so like i really love um gabby um i feel like i'm saying her last name so wrong yeah but hilarious yeah i love her and like actually she um did a conference with makers um and i'm not sure how recent the speech was but i just saw it recently and like it just made me fall even more in love with her because like she was just talking about her experience growing up big and mm-hmm. how like she got it from her family, she got it from the people in the outside world and how like every day was a battle. But like she has this like beautiful quote where like, you know, if they hadn't tried to be- break me, I wouldn't have known that I'm unbreakable. Wow. You know, and there's a whole thing, like you should read the, her whole quote cause it's all beautiful. And she just goes through this series of stuff where it's like, you know, if they hadn't called me fat, then I wouldn't have blah, 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 blah. Cause she starts it off with like how rude it is that people will always ask her like how did you get to be so confident yeah you know because then the insinuation is like she shouldn't be yeah it's yeah, like you're too big to be this confident you yeah. know and yeah. like i i love her energy and like how she just like trudges on through all of that well also one thing that I, you just kind of brought up that i always find so fascinating because i have a lot of people on here that are like people that are kind of in the internet space and people always perceive them as confident people but almost all of them say they don't feel that way yeah. on like the down days or when they're not on like on instagram or in videos right mm-hmm. so like do you feel that way sometimes where like because people look up to you right so like do you have a sort of like dichotomy where you're like listen like you may think i'm this way but behind closed doors i'm i'm also like nervous i'm scared whatever like yeah talk about that yeah that's me like all the time yeah all the time i'm like having like an anxious fit about how i'm like i'm not really whoever but a blah, blah, blah. yeah But then at the same time, like, that's why I created Yes Queen, because it's just like, I don't know, it's just crazy to me. I'm also part of a female artist collective of, like, playwrights and uh, actors and stuff like that. And so in our first meeting, oh, my gosh, we played this game called Group Therapy. It's a very old game from, like, the 60s. And, like, you ask these, like, really in-depth questions. And, like, the one that we did to, like, start it off was, like, to talk about yourself as if in the third person. So you're talking about you and what you're what people would perceive your first impression of you to be. And it just got so real so fast. And like it's just like I just feel like we're so harsh and hard on ourselves. And like so on Yes Queen, we do this thing called uh, Feeling Myself Friday. And so I host a live stream and I just you know, it's a space for people to just kind of come and say that, like, I didn't cuss out my boss today. Or like, yeah. yeah, or like, you know, I went to the gym or I woke up, you know, just like to have something to celebrate because I just think that like 
it's so easy for people in their low points to say that like, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. And it's just like, I think that real confidence starts when we can acknowledge the little things that can allow us to get to the big things. So, yeah, and it was amazing because I took a break from it Mm -hmm. and I had um, our first one last week and I had two very loyal women show up and they were telling me, we were talking about how like 2019 has just been like a rough year for us. And they were telling me about their trials and tribulations and I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm so proud of you guys for like, because they they still had light hearts about it and they were like, you know, it was hard, but I'm pushing on, I'm moving through it, head held high, keeping my crown up. And I'm like, yes. And they were like, it's because of you. And then like what you have like, allowed us to carry on through this space and, and stuff like that. And like that really like just touched me because it's just like, yeah, I just I just think it's crazy because while I will pick on myself and berate myself, I think that I'm also better about fighting myself now yeah. and being like, no, like, yeah. you know, like you're I, great. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like and I just think that we all we need people in our life to remind us. But then we also need to be reminding ourselves. And so I want to give people that habit of yeah. like reminding themselves that like like you need to see it first. Yeah. It can't just be about other people seeing it. Yeah. And so you have to shout it out. And what I also love about doing like your yesqueenlife.com, which you should go check out, <laughs> um, is like I've found whether it be like a mental health journey or a weight loss journey or a strength training journey, a lot of it feels very lonely. Yeah. And I like that um, through your Instagram, through the website, everything. It's just like you're like their partner in it, I feel like. And, and you're like building a community around it. And I know for me, like, um, uh, whether it be with this or like with other types of communities that like in fandom and stuff I'm involved in, like you always kind of check in with those people every week or whenever you're feeling low. And I feel like it's so awesome that you're not only helping yourself grow and get better and be, you know, who you really want to be, but also you're helping other people, which yeah. is like powerful. Well, it's funny because like, you know, and when I think about, so I did a West African dance class yeah. that I'm obsessed with and that like I want to go back to, but I developed vertigo. So oh. like, I don't know, yeah. but I loved it for the time being that I did it. And there was a particular style of West African dance that we did um, called Casa, which is the harvest dance. And like, you know, I just remember my teacher when he was talking about it, he was like, with Casa, it's about like, you know, when you're harvesting, it's about what are you taking, but also what are you giving? And so like, to me, like that felt like such a embodiment of like what Yes Queen and the Feeling Myself Friday space is all about is that like, even though like, again, like it, like I'm not giving anything to you, but like at the same time, like whatever you feel like you get from me, I get equally back from you. Like every time that they tell me about the stuff that they're doing and like how they're working through their situations, like I'm just as inspired, I'm just as motivated. You know, I leave that live stream being like, yeah, like, you know, we can do anything. (laughs) So it's just like, I know that they appreciate it, but I'm like, it also feeds me as well. An equal partnership. Yeah. And then you also mentioned that you struggle with depression or maybe still struggle Mm -hmm. with it. Has this helped? you in that regard as well yeah i mean well so what was hard about um what happened is that like like i said i'm like largely type a so like i don't know i'm not really good at knowing when to give myself a break and i remember when i left buzzfeed and i had a friend who was just like so you're gonna take a break before you you know start up your stuff right and i was like no i'll be fine and like you know i relate i relate didn't stop once yeah it's hard and like i just think that between 
you know, the anxiety of like leaving a job. It was the f- BuzzFeed was the first adult job I had ever had. I left it. You know, it's not like they like let me go or anything like that. So yeah. it was my choice. Yeah. And then like going into the world and like, yeah, I didn't grow up with money. And so like there's that fear of like, like I've worked very hard to get where I'm at and like, am I throwing everything away? So you're fighting with all of that anxiety. And then I'm trying to get into grad school, trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay for grad school, trying to start this website. Then I'm in grad school, trying to like, just like, you know, get creatively inspired again. And then uh, was working on other projects as well. So then, like, by the time, like, I hear that all now, and I'm like, duh, of course. This was, like, literally a train that you could see going off the rails. Like, it was just a matter of when. And so, So yeah. And so, like, December hit, and, like, I was just, like, a wreck. But the funny thing is, is I was a wreck, and then I, like, do what I usually do, which is, like, I'm fine. (laughs) Um... And then it wasn't until like January that I literally was like, I have to step away. Yeah. I had to step away from everything. Did like a Marie Kondo, like Sparks Joy, threw everything out the window. Oh wow. Yeah, and like, so now I feel like I'm, I'm slowly coming back to everything. And like, I will say now, like, at the time it was so hard and now I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God you did that. Yeah. Cause I just feel so much more rejuvenated and refreshed in myself again and i also think that i got to put my energy in all of the right places Mm. and that because at the time in january i just felt like i was chasing two rabbits and getting nothing or chase what is that saying i don't know but already i'm intrigued i've never heard it before oh okay it's like if you try or no i think it's yeah if you try to chase two rabbits you only get You'll catch none? I feel like my mom, because my mom fucks oh. up sayings all the time. And like... We slowly become our parents. It's <laughs> sad. I'm like, sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, uh, oh no. Yeah, but there's something about if you try and get two rabbits, you'll end up with none. I think, I think that's it. Got it. And so that's where I kind of felt where I was like, my energy was just so split. And mm-hmm. I was, I didn't feel like I was doing well in my like school, my, my plays. And I didn't feel like I was doing good or getting Yes Queen where I wanted it to be. And so I was like, all right, like, I just have to, I have to just drop everything and I have to figure out, like, because the other thing I realized is that there were bad habits from BuzzFeed that I hadn't stopped to assess and realize Mm. weren't actually good. Like, even though we did them, doesn't mean that they were good, you know? And so, like, so I was, like, just working myself at a pace that just, like, was unnecessary because I was so used to working at that pace having worked there. Was that the bad habits? Was it, like too much pace or was there anything else that was like a bad habit because I need you to tell me this because I'm probably not I didn't notice them yet no yeah yeah but yeah like just the pace like I was just like oh I have to have a video out every single day and like I have to post to Instagram at this time and this much and you know I gotta just like just feel like I had to do a whole bunch of stuff that like I really didn't have to do because like when you're on your own you set the tone right you know it's not somebody else telling you what to do which in some ways can be really overwhelming but then in other ways it's like this is your platform like you get to do what you want so it's like and people will just go with it yeah Yeah, I overworked myself a lot and that's something that I'm working on and then there are also ways in which I was neglecting myself like I knew that I needed to go back to therapy and like Mm. luckily UCLA has a very cheap copay Um, and so when it happened I was like all right we have to stop fucking around we need to go to therapy like for real for real and now I have a therapist that I love I adore and like, yeah, like I just think that I feel like I'm in such a better place okay. than I was. And like, I couldn't like, this was, it was like really like the greatest gift I could have given to myself. Cause then now, like even when I have hard days now, they don't hit me half as hard as Good. they did 
last year. Like I've been through some crazy shit this year, but like because I stopped to take that break and like really just like center myself, mm-hmm. it hasn't. Like I just feel like if I were still in the mental space I was in last year, dealing with the shit I've been dealing with this year, I'd be a wreck. Yeah. You know. Burnout is real. Yeah. Yeah. So like I just feel like such a stronger person now um, that I've taken time for myself. Good. And yeah. and in addition to therapy and like actually just like taking a break, what were other like self care things that helped you? Oh my gosh, I'm so into. So I was gonna name this as like it was like between dance or like my like interior design like yeah like i watch a shit ton of hgtv okay and so i understand yes so i just redid my kitchen so now if you follow me on instagram i'm just all about like teaching people about my crafts and shit and like i'm just like obsessed and it's so funny because like two days ago i don't know why i was stressed but like i had these flowers sitting around i just got in a vase so i like made a flower arrangement to de-stress myself and i was like yeah this did that bitch (laughs) like (laughs) Um, it's the little things that you know, it bring really us joy. is yeah. though so mm. yeah I'm just like I'm so into like doing like house stuff now like literally today I was just like alright the closet is next working your way through the entire yeah, apartment yeah no actually mental health is um, also good for the apartment and clean- cleanliness <laughs> um, okay so now that you have uh, had like your crazy year but been able to kind of like take control back again mm-hmm. what are you hoping to do in the next few years like what are you really working towards that you're hoping will pan out oh so I want to get back to like sharing my poetry um, definitely like just doing like poetry videos and that was the other thing too I think that because we were at BuzzFeed and I was used to <laughs> it's funny because I'm like we didn't really have a huge budget for our videos but we still had a budget that I'm like I can't give myself now as like yeah. A person and uh, an individual and so that was something because again type a perfectionist and I was just like oh like I can't produce my poetry videos to the scale at which I did at BuzzFeed and like that makes me feel self-conscious but then now I'm just kind of realizing that it's just like you just have to have to put the work out there like yeah. you just have to do it and it's just something that you know I miss doing I know a lot of people miss me doing so yeah. like yeah like I'm really excited especially after doing that poetry independent study um, to just like get back into sharing my work and um, so yeah doing that um, let's see what else it's so funny because like I have a vision board or, like a goal board at home that like Ooh. has everything yeah I've always wanted to be someone that can make a vision board but I never like get to it so when I see someone who actually like can make the physical board and like make their dreams happen through that I'm like that's amazing yeah I have like no so there's a vision board and a goal board they're two separate boards I didn't really like beautifully aesthetic and like (laughs) oh oh my god I love it I love it what's like maybe like your long-term goal like what are you hoping to like yeah your mark or what are your what are your goals yeah I mean I think that I want yes queen to be like this like female website powerhouse publishing thing like you know, like, I just want it to be a place where uh, women feel like they can connect. I think that's another thing. Like, you know, like, I want to create, like, I just want to create a community. Yeah. You know? Um, I want to create opportunity. I think that that's really important to me. When you have a platform like you do, giving back is what makes you, like, become a role model, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, you're already on your way to doing that, and that's, that's awesome. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that's, like, a big passion in your life that maybe I don't know about, or that's, like, a secret Daisha love affair? Uh, I'm a huge book nerd. Mm. Uh, I love reading. 
See, I always feel bad because as a kid, I, w I loved reading so much. And then as I got older in life, I just, like, I kind of, like, put it to the side. And I always want to get back to it, but I never do. And, like, I feel really, like, bad about it. And, like, so what are your favorite books? And, like, how do you keep yourself to be like, no, I'm not going to do this one thing. I'm going to focus on reading tonight. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, okay. So, favorite books. All right. Uh, again, asking me to choose yeah, between hard. I know, I'm my horrible. kids. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I love, love, love Dan Greatly by Brene Brown. <gasps> that woman. She can talk to me about the phone book and I'd be interested. Sister Auntie Queen Brene. I yeah. love her so much. Um, and it's so funny with that book. So I got it. I was going, I went to a women's empowerment conference and they gave it to us as a gift. And so I read it as I had just started at BuzzFeed. Mm. And that particular book, she was dropping so much truth, so much hard truth for me to acknowledge about myself that I actually put it down. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I was like, I can't handle this right now. And I picked it up, I think, like two or three years later and finished it. Okay. How yeah. far did you get into it when you stopped? Maybe about like a fourth of the way. Okay. And I was like, you're being too real with me right now. Wow. I'm only 21. I can't do this. <laughs> wow. um, but that's just how good the book is. Okay. Like, I just feel like you have to, and you have to be ready to accept the truths that she lays out about how we respond and how we act and then like be able to step up to making those modifications and those changes but like that book is so real i love it uh that's a book that i, like, I would say that like everyone should read like every five years to just like keep abreast yeah um check it on yourself yeah. yeah and then there's the gift of fear by gavin de becker that's one of my favorites because it's all about um basically the power of our intuition. Uh, Cause I feel like for women especially, we don't trust our intuition because we're told that they're just like women feelings or whatever yeah. bullshit people say. Um, but like, you know, he really gives you like a step-by-step -step, like reasons why your intuition is like a, it's a human response and like it'll save you from like dangerous situations and like, yeah, that's another one that I would read like every five years. And it's funny you say that cause like, I've noticed, especially in the last few months and as I'm getting older, that I never regret ever a decision I make if it's on my own intuition, on my own gut. Mm -hmm. Even if I mess up I, or I royally fuck up, like if it was my choice, I learned from it. Yep. But the, the only things I ever really regret in life is when someone else, I didn't like trust myself enough and I asked for permission mm -hmm. or I asked for advice and they gave me what they thought was right and I didn't agree and I did it anyway. Mm -hmm. Then I regret those things because it's like, it you know it either damaged your life or did something wrong and you had no power over it and yep. like yeah that that's what, that's what you regret so it's like if you just always follow your gut you really will have like a life well lived yeah because like at the end of the day like your gut like when you trust your gut like you trust yourself and I think it's just like having that relationship with yourself to say that like I know what's best for me and that's what I'm trying to learn how to like really let steer. Because uh, that was the other thing, like, so I guess when we talk about, like, self-care, I've really gotten into meditation. I know, every influencer, meditation, meditation. Um, but, like, no, like, and, and I don't know if I necessarily want, I, like, I've just learned to, like, take time to just sit with myself and my thoughts, yeah. you know? And, like, the I think the power that I've learned in doing that is that, you know, meditation is supposed to be about clearing your mind. So if things keep popping into your head and you can't get them out, then there's a chance that there's something there that you're ignoring. Exactly. You know, yeah. and so like being able to like actually like sit in that practice of thinking about like, why does this thing keep popping into my head? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, because I actually maybe don't really like doing this thing yeah. or like I actually don't like this person or I actually don't like the situation. And then like 
So I just feel like that's been like a very critical tool for me in thinking about like if it's something that keeps popping up into my head. Um, Although now I feel like I'm much better at trusting my intuition. So like if it just pops up once, I'm like, actually I keep a meditation journal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I guess the thing you didn't, you wouldn't know about me. I'm thinking about it. Um, Dream analysis. Oh. I've really gotten into dream analysis. Well, explain to me. I-, I feel like we're all taught that like if you have like a weird dream, like you should look it up to find the symbols. But the way that I was taught was that like we are our own dream dictionaries, and so like the symbols and the people that show up in your dreams hold a particular meaning to you. It's your subconscious trying to communicate something to you through that particular person or thing. Mm. So like a dream, an an arbitrary dream dictionary can't tell you what the meaning that maybe your mom showing up in your dream holds because it's so hard to describe, but like we all have like our real feelings about people and things that our subconscious knows and that we know deep down inside, but maybe in our, active present selves we ignore and so sometimes certain symbols will show up and you'll be like why is my mom there and it could be the fact that like your mom's there because your mom um is dating someone that um you don't really like and Mm. that like it's symbolic of the fact that maybe you are being you are friends with someone that you don't like you know what i'm saying so like it's it's like that so like also personal yeah. yeah So it's like, it's it's a very, like I learned it from a very personalized, like it is about the relationship that certain things might hold to you specifically. And then thinking about um, how that relates to how you might be feeling. So it requires a, a huge level of honesty with yourself. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's so cool. Some of the things that I've been able to learn about myself from my dreams. Wow. Yeah. And so you, like, same thing, you journal those as mm-hmm. well. See, cause that's interesting. Cause like, obviously, yeah, you're right. Like how could you just go online and search for that? Like, Cause like your relationship with your mom is way different than mine versus yep. hers. And like, how can like a all like Google site tell you what that might be? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And, when you, and when you meditate, um, so like um, I had like a hard week like a, about a month ago and I like I got like the Headspace app and I did that mm-hmm. where the British man talks to you and I was like, oh, this is great. I haven't heard of Headspace. Oh, I use Calm. Okay. Well, if you want a hot, like a, well, I don't know if he's hot, but he sounds hot. British <laughs> man speaking to you and calming you down. That's really nice. <laughs> but okay, calm. Okay. But yeah, so use an app. Because mm-hmm. I think they really help. They're really like, it like, gets you in the mood and it's like, he's like, well, I can't do an accent, but like, you know, like feel it all from your head to your toes and like breathe and listen to the sounds. And I'm like, oh, there's actually birds outside. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I don't care for the talking ones. I mm. really like the sounds. Got it. So like Got the it. nature sounds. Okay. Um, okay. So dream analysis, guys. Meditate. Analyze your dreams. Only you can do it. Mm-hmm. It'll help you, just like Daisha says. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so now we are kind of ending. We're going towards the end of the dinner view. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I really want to show you, this is our dinner view's guest yeah. book. See how it's like already like kind of messy, full of food, because mm-hmm. we've got stuff all over it. But basically, everyone signs like their name in here, and they write a question for the next guest. Oh! So um, my last guest was uh, Katie Aubin. You may not know her. She is a tasty, a tasty producer. Okay. She's also a comedian. She worked at Disney for a bit. She was in, she was in um, UCB. Okay. And she's always really funny. And uh, her question for you, and then after we're done, you'll write a question for our next guest. Okay. And our next guest is um, Rose Cernow. She, oh, did you meet I her? Know Rose. Yeah, yeah. Another comedian writer, mm-hmm. and she was like a fellow at BuzzFeed for a bit. Yeah. Um, so, but Katie's question for you is, if you were in a sitcom, what would be your catchphrase? <laughs> um, okay, my catchphrase. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a tie between, bitch, you did that, and then, heffa, please. <laughs> 
Those are good. <laughs> I can see you like just like turning around and being like, and then delivering it. Bitch, I did. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I always ask people, and again, like we never, I feel bad because we never get to actually finish all the food because we're like chatting. And well, I'm all taking time. it to go. Box, I was gonna, right? I was gonna tell you, like, okay. like we always cut and we keep eating because like then you can be, we can be even more real. Mm -hmm. And then I always have like to go containers, so okay. we're good to go. Okay. Um, but the last question I always ask is, if like a younger Daisha was sitting here. Would she enjoy the food? What would she think about the food? And then also, what would you say to younger Daisha? Um, yeah. Well, okay, so here's the hard part is that when I was younger, I didn't like fish. So I actually uh -huh. didn't enjoy fish cakes until mm -hmm. I got older. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think... So it's hard. I think younger Daisha wouldn't have cared for the fish cakes. That's or fine. what I would do is I would pick out the fish. Oh, <laughs> and just enjoy the bread? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I loved every like you truly like took me home yeah. with the, like the flavors and the and the tastes and everything. So like this was like so dope. Nice. Um, so I would like to say I believe younger Daisha would appreciate this. And then um, what would I say to her? Yeah. Um, bitch, you're gonna do that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> did, did she, would she have needed to hear that? Do you think back then? Yeah. yeah. I think back then, like she. Yeah, me, and I, it's weird how sometimes I feel like I've lived two lives uh -huh. when I think about like who I was when I was younger and then like who I've grown up to be. And like when, the person I was when I was younger could never have imagined being the person that I am now. Would she be happy though? Yes, Yeah. for sure. That, isn't that like, that's what I find fascinating about growing up is like sometimes you don't even realize who you're gonna be, but once you're kind of getting there, you're like, damn, like how did this happen? I know. And isn't it great? Yeah, no, yeah. it's amazing. And like, I just think that like, I'm so glad that through some measure of something, I was able to have faith in like myself that like I could be something, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. Okay, well guys, if you're having a hard time out there, obviously, just believe in what Daisha's saying. Believe in yourself. Bitch, you can do that. One day it'll happen for Bitch, you. Bitch, you gonna do that, You're gonna okay? do that. And um, if you haven't already, go to her Instagram page, which is, what's the handle again of yours? So, at Daisha Veronica or at YesQueenLife. Perfect. And also go to YesQueenLife.com so you can actually follow the whole entire process. Yeah. Stay tuned for everything she's gonna put out in the future. And if you've stayed here for the entire long interview, I know they're long. But most people like they like listen while they are cooking or mm -hmm. while they're at the gym. Sometimes they want like this as like the motivation to go eat food afterwards. Yeah. Um, but thanks for hanging out with us. You know, I want us to be the friends who can enjoy dinner with you. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Yay! Great job. This was so fun. Good. Yeah, it's so good. I'm so proud of you. Oh. Dinner Views is created by a small and mighty team. Food support by Cullen Folks and Sarah Johnson, co-editing by Michelle Martin, and the series is directed, produced, co-edited, and has original recipes cooked by me, Matthew Francis. You can follow me on all the social media apps with the handle Matthew Francis J. Okay, that's it. Peace out. <laughs>